0: Season 3 of Tiny Expeditions is made possible through the support of our sponsor, EBSCO Information Services, the leading provider of online research content, search technologies, and workflow tools serving public libraries, schools, academic institutions, corporations, and medical institutions around the world.
1: Welcome to Season 3 of Tiny Expeditions.
0: We hope you weren't too upset that an episode of Tiny Expeditions didn't hit your feed last week. But don't worry, we're coming to you this week with a special bonus episode.
1: My name is Chris, and normally I'm your storytelling guide.
0: And I'm Dr. Sarah Sharman, here to help you understand the science, usually.
1: But this week, neither Sarah nor myself are really of any significance because you're here to hear from our special guest, which is Dr. Neil Lamb, who is recently promoted to the president of Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology.
0: In episode one, Dr. Barsh discussed one thing that we can learn from our DNA, our family history. But there are many other things that scientists and physicians can now glean from our genomes, some of which we'll learn about later in this season. We asked Dr. Lamb's take on some of the other applications of genomic testing in healthcare.
1: So sit back and listen to what Dr. Lamb has to say and enjoy this special bonus content from Tiny Expeditions.
2: So let's start with if you have a set of symptoms and you are seeking answers as to why you have this set of symptoms and your physician may be stumped because you don't necessarily clinically fit a perfect profile. Genetic information can be really powerful to give you a diagnostic answer and then to point you in a certain set of directions. So if you already have some sort of signs and symptoms, there's power there. If you're concerned about your future disease risk, maybe you have a known family history, Uh, maybe for whatever reason you're just really concerned about your risk of of neurodegenerative disease even without a family history, then genetic testing can provide you with another set of information. Uh, It's a little bit less of a slam dunk there Because in that case, you're actually going searching for something without a set of symptoms to guide you. Uh, But having said that, there are still places where knowing that information can be powerful, especially if we're talking about uh, disorders where knowing ahead of time can reduce the likelihood of of developing the disease later on. Uh, If you're concerned about passing uh, a genetic change on to the next generation, You can look at something called carrier screening, where you're looking to see if you have a mutation in a common set of disorders. Now, usually these are disorders where you have to have two copies of the mutation uh, to have symptoms. And a lot of these people wouldn't have symptoms, but they might carry one copy. And so you would want to know, is this something I might potentially pass on? A lot of couples before they have children begin to consider that kind of a, a question. And there's a subset of genetic tests that will give you that information. If you want information about your medical choices, there's a whole field of pharmacogenomics. And I think this is where most of us will intersect with genetic testing early on. Uh, There are genes that provide instructions for enzymes in your liver that turn medicine into an active form or break it down entirely. And changes in those genes can determine if those medicines actually will even work for you. I think there's a lot of power in that and we're beginning to add more and more content. Then there's a whole set of additional Things that you could get genetic testing around like, should, I, should genetics guide my diet plan or what can it tell me about my personality or aptitude or can I use it as part of a dating tool to determine how I find my most compatible match? I think that that really is for entertainment purposes only and I would say buyer beware for making any hard decisions around that. In part because most of those things, yes, there may be some genetic influence, but they have a very heavy impact from your environment. And the science base around knowing the genetic component really isn't that strong. So I think there's a range of things that you could think about genetic testing, some that are very reliable and used in a medical setting, some that are beginning to make their way into that, and some that really are not ready for prime time and probably never will be. Thanks for joining us for this Tiny
1: Expedition Season 3 special bonus content with Dr. Neil Lamb. We know you've enjoyed this content, and Dr. Lamb, he's going to make an appearance later on as the season progresses as well. So we want to say thank you to him for joining us, and also thank you to EBSCO Informational Services for sponsoring this podcast.
0: We'll be back next week, and we promise you a full episode. In our next episode, we'll be talking about the ethical considerations surrounding genomic testing.
1: Tiny Expeditions is a podcast about genetics, DNA, and inheritance from the Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology. We're a nonprofit research institution in Huntsville, Alabama.
0: We've got a campus full of scientists doing public research alongside companies developing products and services, all with one aim to translate genomic discoveries into real-world applications that make for a healthier, more sustainable world. That's everything from cancer research to agriculture for a changing climate.
1: If you find this podcast interesting, please rate, review, like, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. And then tell someone that you listened to this interesting little story about genetics. Knowledge is better when you share it.
0: Thanks again to our sponsor, EBSCO Information Services. And thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us.